the best of the week on Relevant Radio. 888-914-9149. How about Anne now in Albuquerque? Hello. My question. The reading that you just did a while mm-hmm. ago, some of my Protestant friends have used that against Catholics, that we shouldn't be asking saints to pray for us because they are dead. Mm-hmm. Now, how would I respond to that? <laughs> I always get a smile on my face when people try to use that argument because it doesn't really hold any water. Here's how to look at it. First of all, let me give you four key points. And if you jot these key points down, I'll give you some scripture passages. You'll be able to, to show pretty quickly. So the first thing is that the church is the body of Christ. Now, Jesus uses the analogy of, I am the vine and you are the branches. So we have a connection directly to Jesus, but by being branches on the vine, we all share a relationship with all the other branches. St. Paul uses the analogy of a human body. Now, that's in Romans chapter 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And in 1 Corinthians 12, it's quite a lengthy description. And what he says is that all of us are members of the body of Christ, those of us who are in Jesus by virtue of baptism. So he says that no member of the body can say to any member of the body, I do not need you. So all the members of the body were related to each other, but we also need one another. And the fact that you're not an ear or an eye doesn't mean that you're any less a member of the body. We're all parts of Jesus and members of one another. So in verse 21 where he says, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you nor can the head say to the feet, I have no need of you. We all need all the members of the body. So the second point is, there's only one body of Christ. There's not like one body of Christ here in this life and a separate different body of Christ in heaven. There's just one body of Christ. And those in heaven, as well as those in purgatory for that matter, and those in this life, we're all members of that one body. The third point is that death doesn't separate us from the body of Christ. So, as St. Paul talks about in Romans chapter 8, not even death can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. So, that's another way of saying that not even death can separate you from Jesus. If you're a member of his body, death doesn't prevent that from being the case anymore. So, if you're a member of Christ's body, Death doesn't separate you either from Christ or from the other members of the body. And then the fourth point is that we have a standing command in a variety of places, but 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4 is a great example of where we are called to offer prayers and petitions and intercessions and thanksgivings for everybody. He says this is good and pleasing to God our Savior. So that fourth point is that the essence of our relationship with each other in the body of Christ is that we pray for each other. So with those biblical foundations then, let's turn to this sort of pseudo-argument that you shouldn't ask the saints in heaven to pray for you. We've already seen that that can't be true based upon Scripture, because we're still members of the body of Christ. But we would say, or you could say to them, listen, if I asked you to pray for me, would you do that? I mean, if you, Anne, if you were to ask your Protestant friend to pray for you, what do you think she'd say? Yes, of course. Of course she would, right? Now, you could ask her, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It says in 1 Timothy 2, the the passage I just quoted, verse 5 says, for there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. And maybe they've quoted that verse to you. 
So you could say, wait a minute, if it's okay for me to ask you to pray for me, and what that means is I go to you, I ask you to go to God with a petition for me, you can see a triangle in your mind's eye, right? From you to your friend, from your friend to God, from God back down to you. So say to her, what do you mean? I mean, if it's okay for you to pray for me, and more importantly, if it's okay for me to come to you and ask you to pray for me, then how on earth can you defend this position that I can't go to some other member of the body of Christ and ask that person to pray for me? It's a contradiction on that person's part. So death does not separate us from Christ or from the members of the body of Christ. Okay. So okay. even though they're in heaven and we can't see them, they're still members of the body of Christ. And if I can ask you as a member of the body of Christ to pray for me, the Bible nowhere says that you can't ask another member of the body of Christ who's in heaven to pray for you. And by the way, you can point out there's another thing that St. Paul himself also says. So in the gospel we read in Mark chapter 12, and you can begin reading in verse 26, when Jesus is being asked about the dead, he says, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God told him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are greatly misled. And that's Mark chapter 12, verses 26 through 27. So you could respond with that. You could say, have you not heard? God is the God of the living, not of the dead. You are greatly misled. I wonder what they would say if you told them that. And what that's referring to, Anne, is that the saints in heaven are alive in God. They see God. We see the, the martyrs under the altar in Revelation chapter 6, talking to God, asking him, when, O oh Lord, are you going to avenge our deaths, the evildoers who, who killed us? And so they're aware that things are going on down on earth that haven't been resolved yet. And the Lord says, be quiet, be still, everything will be okay, and the time will come. Let me do this, Anne. Go to relevantradio.com slash Patrick, and when you're there, click on links, and then click on articles. And this will take you to the article page. And there are, I don't know, two, three dozen articles that I've written. I would recommend you get the one called Any Friend of God's is a Friend of Mine. And that article will give you pure Bible, just Scripture, nothing other than Scripture, about what does the Bible say about asking Mary to pray for you? How does she hear all those prayers? Can they hear the prayers? Isn't this necromancy? Isn't this like trying to conjure up dead people? All the standard arguments that Protestants tend to raise, I respond to all of them using just the Bible. So go to relevantradio.com slash Patrick. Go to links and then articles. And the one in particular is any friend of God's is a friend of mine. I hope that helps. You can join me by listening to The Patrick Madrid Show on the Relevant Radio app, live each weekday at 8 to 11 a.m. And thanks for listening.